This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Hi, gang. Welcome in to another Black and Blue Report podcast. We do it with the Saints and the Pelicans, and today we're doing it from Orlando again. Greetings, everyone. I'm Sean Kelly, and the Pelicans will wrap up their preseason and this road trip tonight here in Orlando when they take on the Magic. We'll talk more about that coming up, and we have a special guest, special because he rarely ever talks, and he's yours today on the Black and Blue Report. But first, on the Saints side, we're closer and closer now to Saints-Chiefs on Sunday at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. Teron Armstead was back at practice yesterday. That's fantastic news. We'll see what today brings on this uh, Thursday with regard to the injury list and John DeShazer's reports later on today at NewOrleansaints.com. But if you thought Kenny Albert was fantastic on yesterday's Black and Blue Report, you're going to learn a lot about the Kansas City Chiefs with our first guest today. That's Mitch Holtis. He's the radio voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. One of the best, in my estimation, and he gives us a great breakdown on a team that many of us may not know a whole lot about because, frankly, the Saints and Chiefs don't see each other very often. So we're excited to have Mitch Holtis here with us today, and we'll learn a lot about Sunday's opponent in depth on our show. That's, of course, uh, kind of a Thursday tradition for us in, in uh, the Black and Blue Report on a normal game week for the New Orleans Saints. Meanwhile, for the Pelicans, there could be good news later today on the injury front. We'll learn that, of course, probably during the 4 o'clock hour. At 4.30 today, uh, for those of you in New Orleans, the Alvin Gentry Show airs early because of tonight's game. And we'll have uh, an extensive visit with the Pelicans head coach and hope to get some questions answered and maybe some great answers along the way. So don't forget that, and I'll give you the complete rundown of the Pelicans lineup on the radio before we finish our podcast today. That special guest I was referring to is Pelican Center Omer Ashik who does not like um, talking with the media, does not like talking about himself. But I think the timing was just right. I got him yesterday after practice, and we talked for, wow, well, for him it probably seemed like a 60 Minutes interview. But today we'll get to learn a little bit more about Omer Ashik, why he is as shy as he is or or, uh, sheds the limelight, I guess. And then also we'll ask him about this preseason he's having, it seems that Omer Ashik's having a little bit of a rebirth, and that's a good thing for the Pelicans, something that we certainly hope carries over to the regular season. So, today, Mitch Holtis from the Kansas City Chiefs, Omer Ashik from the New Orleans Pelicans. Stay with us. Don't miss any of the New Orleans Pelicans action this season. Pick the four games that are right for you. The Pelicans Pick 4 Plan, presented by Domino's, Guarantees seats to see Anthony Davis and your New Orleans Pelicans take on the biggest names in the NBA, including matchups against Golden State and Cleveland. Packages start as low as $40 and come with a free medium one-topping pizza from Domino's. To pick your four games, visit pelicans.com today. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local Winn-Dixie and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup. The hearty way to fuel your game. And the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. 
From sunup to sundown, there's no end to the great time you'll have at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Join us October 26th through 30th at the Country Club of Jackson for a full course of action. From first-class golf to fan-pleasing fun and, of course, lots of fresh, delicious 100% natural chicken. All to raise money for Friends of Children's Hospital. So don't miss a single stroke of excitement at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Visit SandersonFarmsChampionship.com for tickets today. We call it No Appointment Radio. You're listening to the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to today's Black and Blue Report. Still to come, we'll hear from Omer Ashik on the Pelican side as they get, take on, get set to take on the Orlando Magic tonight. But we're getting closer and closer to a very intriguing matchup this weekend uh, between two teams that don't see each other all that often. In fact, I want to say that the last time they saw each other was actually in the preseason. And we're, uh, we're graced with the presence of the voice of the Chiefs, one of the best play-by-play men in the NFL, Mitch Holtis, to help us get ready here on this Thursday. Mitch, great to have you. Well, Sean, kind words, thanks. Uh, yeah, interesting matchup. And in the regular season, it hasn't been since 2012 when the Chiefs beat the Saints in the Dome and never led in the game. Now, think about that one. Um, wow. They had a field goal to win in overtime. They got to 27 points in that game, Sean. Get this with six field goals, a safety, and a 91-yard run by Jamal Charles. I've said it's like being at the 21 table and having, you know, all like a, what, a six of four, a six of four, and an ace or something. But uh, it was an odd game. Here's the other oddity of the series is the Saints have been one of the most successful teams in history at Arrowhead Stadium. They've only played there four times, but they've won three. The Saints only lost at Arrowhead one time, and it's not an easy venue to win as a road team. And here I've been talking all week about how fantastic that venue is and how it's one of those places well, where opponents that uh, You're still right. Yeah, so. that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying, that most teams go in there and really have a hard time dealing with the fans right on top of them and, and one of the loudest stadiums in the NFL, if not the world. Uh, that is an oddity, that's for sure. Midge, when you look at the Chiefs as they currently stand, what would the, what would the film treatment say basically about the season so far? Uh, it's been inconsistent, I think would be the buzzword. Now, you've got to look at this from 30,000 feet in the air and understand that Andy Reid has had a profound impact uh, on the Chiefs' kingdom, uh, if you will, and then, of course, on the franchise. Because that 2012 season I alluded to in the Saints' victory was a 2-14 and year. The Chiefs had bottomed out. And I'm giving you a global answer here because it's going to get down then to a, a more minute point. But globally, this Chiefs team has changed dramatically with Andy Reid at the helm. 11 wins, then 9 wins, and 11 wins. And the expectations are high for the 2016 season. It's the most successful first three years of any coach in Chiefs history, including Hank Stram, Schottenheimer, Vermeil, whoever you want to throw in there. So coming into the 16th season, no Peyton Manning setting there, no Big Bad Wolf quarterback into the division, which the Chiefs have faced for years. There's expectations that this could be a really special year. But a two-and-two start uh, was uh, concerning to many, and particularly with the two road games they had, they looked poor uh, in losing to Houston uh, 19-12 to but had early turnovers and then just got completely land-blasted on sometimes Sunday football uh, to the Steelers. Now, they did come back with a great performance last week at Oakland. So, in two, everybody, this is a big game for the Chiefs. The Saints come in confident, and, but again, the expectations are high for this Chiefs team. And, and when you look at last week against the Oakland Raiders, 
it is a complete flip almost of the performance they put forth at Pittsburgh, and that speaks to your inconsistencies. So, Mitch, are we seeing this Chiefs team now setting their wheels straight and now actually gaining some traction? It's a great question, and I think that uh, Sunday will have a lot to do with, with answering that. A year ago at this time, Sean, uh, the Chiefs were 1-5 after this weekend. They'd lost them to Minnesota, and then they won 11 straight games, including a playoff victory at Houston. No team in the history of the NFL, dating back to 1921, had started 1-5 and won 10 straight regular season games and then a playoff game. Uh, so this was the time of year everything hit. So a lot of discussion in the Chiefs' kingdom is, well, okay. It's, it's the, what, the Chiefs were 3-2, and two, and now they're headed to this sixth game, uh, albeit against a very good Saints team, in my opinion, Walt Coach and Breeze and Peyton, what a combo. But everybody in the Chiefs' kingdom is thinking, well, they're going to kick it in like last year and take off and, and put a run together. So that's why the, there's, there's a lot of intrigue surrounding this game. How does your defensive spotting board look this week? <laughs> well, it's a lot of cut and paste there, my friend. Uh, it's been a lot of – and that's been some of the inconsistency has been the injuries, uh, some uncertainty with Eric Berry, uh, did not – was not at training camp, and now starting to I mean, hit a little bit of a stride in the secondary. But there's been a little mix and match and cut and paste and plug and play, and that hasn't changed this week. Two players were put on injured reserve defensively, Alan Bailey, defensive lineman, and then linebacker Justin March. But it is still trying to figure out, uh, I think, probably the most inconsistent side would be uh, on the defense, although it has potential to be very good. Both teams, yeah, obviously have mix and match going on defensively. Mitch, it would be easy if to, for me to ask you about Alex Smith or the fantastic tight end you have in Kelsey or even Macklin at wide receiver, but I would have, I would really would like to learn more about is this embarrassment of riches the Chiefs have now at running back with Spencer Ware and Jamal Charles, and, and what does Andy Reid want to do with that? Andy Reid's under, underrated, Sean, I'm going to tell you, in the way that he innovates. Probably not as innovative as Chaz and Wedding Crashers, but he's still an innovative in a innovator. Um, Andy has changed the league a little bit with the three tight end set. Now the Saints had Jimmy Graham and you know the Antonio Gates and Chiefs had Tony Gonzalez. We can go through that tight end, but now Andy Reid has used three of those and sometimes four. Now I'm getting to the running back situation with that because now he's got three very capable running backs. Charles, who still has the highest per carry average in the history of the NFL. Spencer Ware, an LSU Bengal Bayou Tiger, who has ch- he changed the team a year ago in the uh, 10-game winning streak uh, in the 11-game with the playoffs because of his style of play and the fact that he's a double-double. He's like a Pelican double-double Anthony Davis because he can go for the hundo-hundo, Deuce McAllister rush and receiving. And he came out of nowhere, essentially. And then there's Sharkandrick West from Spring Hill, Louisiana, who uh, is another key piece. And so you can see all three running backs on the field at the same time. And that's where the innovation of Andy Reid uh, has to be taken into account here. It's interesting uh, the way that you speak of Andrew, Andy Reid. All of it's so well-founded. And yet, just yesterday, Sean Payton was talking about the tremendous respect that is uh, that is genuinely felt when he speaks about Andy Reid. These two head coaches... Uh, you know, have made a mark here over the last 10 years. Obviously, Reed at different spots, but Peyton here in New Orleans. Mitch, the, the chess match between these two guys, I almost wish we could see it every year. Yep, fantastic. And I've got incredible respect for Sean Peyton and Drew Brees. I'm not saying that to speak to the 
the, the crowd. Uh, I've said that on other shows and other places for years. Uh, here's some numbers to consider with Andy Reid. He won his win last week over Oakland, now puts him 13th all-time in wins in the NFL and passes Mike Holmgren, who was the guy that gave him his shot with the Green Bay Packers in the 90s. But this is also his 300th game, the Saints game, Andy Reid's 300th game. Uh, only 13 coaches in the NFL history have had 300 games or more where they've coached, and six of those 13 are in the NFL Hall of Fame. If I sit down and put two of the, to the coaches that I respect the most in this league, it is these two guys, Sean Payton and Andy Reid, because they have the ability to adjust. They've had the ability to deal with adversity. Sean, however, has the world title. His onside kick against Peyton Manning was brilliant. Uh, if Andy Reid Andy Reed needs to have a Super Bowl championship for them to, his, to get his due, um, and, and really people to consider his the, the entirety of his career and how good it has been and still is. Wow, interesting. Hey, Mitch, let's get the uh, give the screws here the final turn and, and really ask you about what intrigues you in the head-to-head here this weekend. Which storylines specific to this Sunday's game uh, will you start with? Drew Brees is a uh, fighter pilot to me. He's uh, It'll be fighter pilot on some fighter pilots in this dogfight. But the thing that Drew Brees does better than any quarterback in the NFL is play 180-degree football. It is like a pilot looking at their turning bank indicator on their flight, plan, uh, flight panel. And Drew Brees right now, to me, in the tape that I've watched, is playing at a high level. And when Drew Brees gets it going, he can throw to anybody anywhere, meaning just take a 100-degree from the line of scrimmage, 180 degrees, he can throw it at 24 degrees to his left to a running back, or he can hit a Kobe Fleener at 143 degrees to his right. Now, the big thing is Brandon Cooks just screaming down the field, I guess, at 90 degrees. Uh, but the point is, the intrigue to me is in this Bob Sutton, the defensive coordinator of the Chiefs, enters this chess match analogy. And, and Bob's an innovator as well. But you've got Breeze, who can play 180 degrees of quarterback. Can the Chiefs be assignment sound in covering that entire half compass, if you will, because you must with Drew. Drew does it better than any quarterback in the league, including Tom Brady. Nobody is as good at it as Drew. Uh, then on the other side, I think what you know the Saints defensively to me are still looking for some kind of identity, uh, but they come in confident too with what they've done, at least the team overall. But but we're we're at the point now. People have asked me, what, what are the Saints? Well, you know, what do we know about the Saints? What do we know about Breeze and the fact that the offense is clicking? What do we know about the Chiefs? What's the theme of the Chiefs so far? And I still think that is still being determined. And this Sunday will have a big part of determining that. So this is, a, this is a big game, really, when you look at not only this week but down the road. Wow. Mitch Holt is with us here, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. Mitch, I, I don't often get to ask this regarding a Saints game, but what's the weather going to be, and is that a factor on Sunday? Well, who knows, man. It's, uh, we're sitting here early in the week in, in Kansas and Kansas City and uh, Missouri and where we sit is a fascinating place because it is one of the toughest places to predict the weather. It's also one of the more fascinating places. Because we get stuff from you guys in the Gulf. We get stuff from Canada. We get stuff off the Rockies. We get stuff from everywhere. So it could look like it could be the Bahamas one day, and it could be the North Pole the next. And for me, buddy, it is way too early to protect. I'll, I'll, or predict. I'll check it on maybe Saturday at noon, and we'll have an idea. So get your weather app out. 
Very good. Your honesty is refreshing as always. Mitch, <laughs> I hope that you enjoy, I hope that you enjoy the game and it was a pleasure for me to catch up with you this week. I look for a real entertaining football game on Sunday. Well, we've got some Louisianans now on this Chiefs team that are having an impact, uh, whether they're LSU or from the state. So, yeah, yeah I mean, they're uh, and a lot of guys that grew up being Saints fans, plus the kicker, Cairo Santos, played at Tulane. And he spent a lot of time kicking at the Saints facility because they were having some, you know, they were doing things facility-wise on the Tulane campus. There's, I've been involved in a bunch of conversations this week with Chiefs players that have either direct or indirect contact uh, and background with the New Orleans Saints. And what do they say, Mitch, when you had that conversation? Uh, you know, guys like Cairo and Spencer, and, and you mentioned the young man from Spring Hill. You know, are they, are they treating this as any other game, or does this give them a little extra something? There's a little extra something. I don't mind telling you. It's just the, um, it, uh, it's just the feeling of there's respect there, uh, and there's, there's a passion there. The Saints have their own you know, the Chiefs' kingdom is vast and wide and, and, and intense, and, and, uh, but, but that, and that feeling that is unique about the, the Saints fans that I know, and these guys grew up around it, so they get it, and they respect it, and that makes their blood pressure go up a little bit, and the pulse goes a little quicker knowing the Saints are coming to town for a rare visit. Yeah, no doubt. I love it. I love it. All right, Mitch, thank you so much, and uh, I hope that you have a great call. I know you will, and we'll, we'll see what that weather looks like, as you said. We'll wait until Sunday morning <laughs> or maybe even 11.58 a.m. on Sunday to make a determination on that weather. Dude, it can change in the next minute. You might, be, you might see something at 11.58, 11.59. There'll be a snowstorm coming off the Rockies. I, 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 I somewhat miss it, and then again, I don't. I'll, I'll, I'll be fair and admit that. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. I missed Jim Belia, so get me some. Perfect. We'll send some your way. Mitch, thank you so Thanks, much. Bro. Thanks, brother. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up. Sometimes cancer patients come who were told they were out of options, but Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead, even with simple things, like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-AUCTIONER or visit auctioner.org. From sunup to sundown, there's no end to the great time you'll have at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Join us October 26th through 30th at the Country Club of Jackson for a full course of action. From first-class golf to fan-pleasing fun, and, of course, lots of fresh, delicious 100% natural chicken. 
all to raise money for Friends of Children's Hospital. So don't miss a single stroke of excitement at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Visit SandersonFarmsChampionship.com for tickets today. We're talking Pelicans basketball on the Black and Blue Report. This might be the first time we've had Omer Oshik on the Black and Blue Report. I've been looking forward to this visit. And before I ask you how well uh, training camp has gone for you and and the good things that you're showing, I must say, Omer, you've become kind of the international man of mystery. I I can't remember another player that I've been with, maybe Stacey Ogman, who was as humble and... Uh, as quiet as you are. Have you always been that way? Oh, thank you for your comments. <laughs> uh, I'm just, like, different than people, so I just, like, quiet. <laughs> I don't talk too much. I just try to play as hard as I can whenever I'm on the court. Have you Even back home, have you, have you always been this quiet? Is it a shyness thing, or is it just a choice? It's just a choice. I, I'm not shy at all. It's just a show. I mean, the same way in Turkey, too. They're always chasing me to, to make me talk, but whenever they catch me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do You do uh, find a way, don't you? Yeah, I find a way. <laughs> yes. Hey, congratulations. You got married in the off season, didn't you? Yeah. How was that experience? Oh, uh, it's amazing. Everybody, like, I think it's good to have a family. Did it change you in any way? No, no, it's the same way. You do seem different, though, in training camp. Is there something you did in the off season to better yourself for the season? Um, after last season, I, I had a really bad year, so my whole focus whole summer, just get better as healthy as I can, just get, get my body ready and get stronger and be back to myself where I was before. That's why my whole focus is so... The whole summer I went to national team that I went, I, I worked with the coaches just to try to get better and get ready for this season because after last season we can't have two bad seasons in a row. So we just had to make a change this year. So that's why I was getting ready whole summer. And and since the training camp begins, I, I start feeling much better than last year. And hopefully I'll be much better this season than last year. You were really frustrated last year, weren't you? Yes. Yes, because before that I never had a season like that. Always uh, the year before we made the playoffs, so it was it was really bad experience for me, especially becoming first for me. And uh, we had so many injuries too in the team, so we never get a chance to do anything. You're a better free throw shooter, aren't you? <laughs> I was working on the, this whole summer too with Kevin. And he helped me a lot to get better on that, too. But I don't like talking about it because whenever, whenever you start talking about it, everything goes bad. Fair enough, fair enough. It, but let's say this. It's been better. It looks really good, doesn't it? Yeah, I'll, I'll try to be. And, and, Omer, I think I've seen you dunk more this preseason than I've known you to do so in the last couple of years. Is that a concerted effort or a change for you as well? I'm just trying to finish strong because – uh, last year, I didn't feel healthy. I didn't feel strong. I'm just trying to go as hard as I can to the rim and finish it strong. Tell me about this group that you're playing with this year. What do you like about this year's team? I think we got really good new guys. Not just like player was like personality wise too. We just they, everybody came early, way before the where we supposed to be. So we just came in, worked hard. 
everybody is really hard worker and and just really looking forward to this season. It's gonna be up and downs, but we just gonna keep playing hard day and night. Here's to a great season for you and your teammates. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Got a long day ahead? Power on with Smoothie King's new coffee high-protein smoothies. It's a nutritious breakfast blended to shift your morning into high gear with delightfully smooth cold-brewed coffee for your mind and at least 30 grams of protein for your body. Try all four energizing flavors, vanilla, almond mocha, raspberry mocha, and cinnamon latte, and power on your day. New coffee high-protein smoothies. Coffee for your mind and protein for your body. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local supermarket and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. The offseason is finally over, and Anthony Davis and the Pelicans are back in action, celebrating opening week at the Smoothie King Center. The season tips off with a visiting Denver Nuggets coming to town this Wednesday, October 26th at 7 p.m. All fans in attendance will receive a red opening night t-shirt, courtesy of Smoothie King. Following that, the team takes on Steph Curry and newly acquired Kevin Durant on Friday night at 8.30. Win the night with your family and friends. Visit pelicans.com for tickets to these matchups today. It's Pelicans game day. This is the Black and Blue Report. All right, before we wrap things up from Orlando today, let me give you that rundown I talked about earlier in the program with regard to Pelicans programming tonight, not only on 99.5 FM WRNO in New Orleans, but across the Pelicans radio network. For those in New Orleans on the flagship station at 4.30, it's the Alvin Gentry Show. Daniel Sallerson will host that hour-long program. We'll hear from head coach Alvin Gentry. We'll also talk about the Orlando Magic, where they stand tonight, uh, going into their final preseason game. And Daniel will also take your calls and your comments via social media. Daniel also has another little perk for you today. That's a pair of tickets to opening night against the Denver Nuggets. He'll be giving those away again between 4.30 and 5.30 p.m. At 5.30, for everyone still in New Orleans and for others joining on the network, it's Pelicans warm-up, and Daniel Salerson will begin our pregame coverage of Pelicans and Magic tonight at 5.30 with tip-off scheduled just after 6. Hope that you'll join us. Hope that we'll get one good last look, perhaps a dress rehearsal here for the Pelicans before the regular season starts next week. More Black and Blue Report tomorrow uh, from Studio B in New Orleans. Wrap-up of the week and getting ready for the Saints and Chiefs. You never know what else uh, may happen. Who will, will stop by? Tune in tomorrow, of course. That is yours anytime after noon central. Big thanks today to Mitch Holtis, voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, and Mr. Oshik as well. Hope you enjoyed our conversations today. We'll look for you next time right here on the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies. I'm Sean Kelly. Have a great rest of your Thursday and so long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies. 
a better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.